John chapter 14. John chapter 14. And I promise you, I won't keep you long. I won't keep you long. And I don't want you to call me Pharaoh. You know Pharaoh? Do you know the story of Pharaoh? A missionary, when he was preaching, an elderly lady sitting at the back, stand and said, Preach on, Pharaoh. And then he continued to preach. And then after 15 minutes, that uh, elderly lady again shouted and said, Preach on, Pharaoh. So the, the missionary just thinking about why well, he's calling why well, she's calling me Pharaoh. Then after the service, she was uh, she went to that lady and told and asked her, "Excuse me, ma'am, while I'm preaching, you're you're calling me Pharaoh. Well, Pharaoh don't want to let his people go, so you are you are. So, <laughs> sir, so I don't want you to call me Pharaoh. Amen, amen." John chapter 14, shall we all rise up and respect in reading by the word of God? We will just be reading verse 1, verse 2, and verse 3 of John chapter 14, verse 1, 2, and 3. The Bible says, Let not your heart be troubled, ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions, if it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And then last verse, And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. Let's pray. Our gracious God and Heavenly Father, thank you so much, Lord, for this great opportunity that you have given to me to this wonderful church. Thank you so much to... Uh, for the word that we had been read, I pray that you use me to be a channel of your blessing tonight. And if there are souls that are lost in the middle of the congregation, I pray that he would decide to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. So originally, the word, let not your heart be troubled, refers to Peter. Jesus having just told him about his departure. But uh, the disciples during the time has been in greatly distress when the Lord Jesus Christ told them that he is about to leave. Though Jesus being God, he knows, uh, he knows exactly the feelings of his disciples about this. He knows that deep in their heart there is trouble. So that's why he said to his disciples, let not your heart be troubled. Maybe they were just thinking about if the Lord Jesus Christ will going to leave them, they're going to face trials alone, and uh, they don't know what to do. They're going to uh, face persecutions alone, and uh, without the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why he lived a very comforting word to his disciples, let not your heart be troubled. Because in this chapter, though he will go into leave, but not to complete, uh, but not completely to abandon them. Though he will go, he will go to heaven. He promised that he will give them power 
He will prom- he promised that he will answer prayers. It is written there in John chapter 14 verse 13. He said, And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye ask anything in my name, I will do it. The, what a very comforting word. Though he will live, he will not just live there, but every time they will ask God and pray, God will answer. And another thing is that as human, our Lord Jesus Christ knows exactly the feelings of a natural man. Though he is God, he experienced to live in this world, right? So he knows that men are very often to discourage, worried, and troubled. And we cannot deny the fact that though we were Christians, that sometimes so much things in our lives that we did, it became complicated because we troubled. Right? Because we troubled. So some, most of the time, troubles made our lives miserable and sometimes it leads out of track in serving the Lord. So, he's trying to comfort and give to comfort his disciples and give a very encouraging word to them that, please let not your heart be troubled. So, as Christians, we have so much trouble. But I hope and I pray that this morning, these points will comfort us and uh, encourage us to be more faithful in serving the Lord. So that's what I told you. I won't keep you long. Number one, let not your heart be troubled because we have the blessed home in heaven. Amen? Because we have a blessed home in heaven. That's why he said in chapter and verse 1 and in verse 2, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. And in my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you I go to prepare a place for you. Amen? Isn't that good to hear that? That as Christians, we, we surely know that someday when uh, we, we, will, we have a sure place that we will go and spend eternity. And as Christians, that every Christian who accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and personal Savior, for sure they have a place there because personally told them by the Lord Jesus Christ. I will go to heaven and prepare a place for you. Amen? So, as Christians like us, the place is personally preparing by Jesus Christ for us because I do believe with all my heart the moment that you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, your citizenship was moved in heaven. Amen? Your citizenship was moved in heaven. Not matters what the colors, I'm black, I'm brown, I'm a Filipino, and you're American. That matters what nation you, you've been through. But the good thing is this. When we came to know the saving knowledge of our dear Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and accepted Him as our Lord and Savior, we have one citizenship. Amen. Heavenly people. Amen. Amen? Isn't that good to hear about that? A very comforting word to His disciples. I will go to prepare a place for you. Because in Philippians chapter 3 and verse 20, the Bible says, For our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's, it's very comforting, right? 
And then the Bible is considering every Christian that they were just pilgrims and strangers into this world. I remember the song, the, the song said, This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. If heaven's not my home, then Lord, what will I do? Isn't it too good to hear that? We're just strangers and pilgrims of this world. We have a place waiting for us there in heaven. Amen? And then the second thing is, not just the blessed home, also we have the blessed hands of Jesus. I was thinking about when God created the heavens and the earth and everything that are in the earth, He just created it by His Word. And I'm really amazed on the six days He need to use the hands. And I should say that we are His masterpiece, right? That we are His masterpiece and the Word uh in the word there, uh, he formed a man in Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. And that includes the, the verb used also in Jeremiah chapter 18, verse 2, that he says, it is the hand of the Father. So, could you imagine how special we are in the sight of God? That everything that he was created, he created just by his word. But when we are created, he used the mighty hands. Amen? There's another thing. He said, I'll go to prepare a place for you. In order for you to prepare something, you will going to use your hands. Amen? Is it good to hear that personally, our Savior in heaven, working, using His hand, preparing a place for you? Amen? That's wonderful to hear, right? Because we are so very special in the sight of God. He's not just saved us, but personally preparing the place for us in heaven. I do believe with all my heart that every detail of our home in heaven, He, he designed that and He kept busy working on that for us. That's why I'm very... You know, I have no reason to, you know, I have no reason to, uh, to not to continue in serving the Lord. Because personally, I know that Jesus Christ is personally preparing a place for me. And then another thing is that, we all know that the Lord Jesus Christ is a son of our car- a carpenter, right? Joseph. And Jesus Christ also is a carpenter. So the primary work of a carpenter, they can build buildings from the wood, or they can build or they can rebuild. Right? So, I'm thankful for that, because when I look back to my life, and I've seen how the hands of Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ work in me. Because before, I was a miserable man. Though I grew up in a Christ, from a Christian family, but without relationship to Jesus, my life is miserable. It's a mess. But I thank Him 
because he built my life. He built he built my life and I surrender my life in the full time ministry. Then another thing is not just to build your life, he also can reveal your life. Right? That's the work of the carpenter. So there are people here tonight, maybe you feel that you're in that in the will of God. The hand of Jesus is waiting for you. Wait, he is just waiting for you to leave his hand and he will pull you up. It will give you another chance to serve the Lord. Amen? So let not your heart be troubled. What a privileged person that we have. Jesus Christ, he is the one preparing a place for us in heaven. So let not your heart be troubled because we have a blessed home in heaven. We have the blessed hands of Jesus that can build your life or rebuild your life. Then lastly, in verse 3, he said, And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. Amen? That is our hope. Right? That is our hope. Because we, we, uh, Jesus promised that He will come again, and His return means so much to our life, because it is our hope. Well, I'm just thinking about when He gave the uh, Great Commission to His disciples, uh, while He's taken up by, in heaven. And he said, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost. And lo, I am with you even to the end of the world always. He said that because he needs to do some work in heaven, right? He needs to go to heaven and then the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost will descend from heaven to be our comforter. But it doesn't mean the return of Jesus Christ is not, is not there. The disciples were just sitting there and wait for his return. But the Lord Jesus Christ might try to say to them that I'll go to heaven and be busy, prepare a place for you. Then be busy here while you are waiting for my return and do those do this work for me. And I do believe with all my heart we have that the same commission, right? While we are waiting for our Savior, it doesn't mean that we are just sitting there, but we must be faithful. We must do the will of God. We, must, we, we still have a lot of souls to, to win in this area. Same thing in our country. Our burden is to reach our countrymen for the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I told to the church the last time I preached there last Sunday, and I told them, and then uh, I told them I'll be be out in the country for uh, at least five months or six months. But it doesn't mean that you will just sit there waiting for me. You need to do. You need to continue the ministry of the church. You need to go out, fast out tracks, Bible. You go to uh, houses and make some Bible studies. And we need to be busy while you are waiting for me. And while I'm in U.S., I'm presenting the ministry in the Philippines. So that's, I believe with all my heart, that's 
what God wants us to do. Amen? Let not your heart be troubled, because we have the blessed home in heaven, we have the hands of Jesus, and we have that blessed hope. Thank you so much, Pastor. Amen. What a, what a blessing to be reminded of that as you watch the news.